Hey, family, how are you? I pray all is well in the name of Jesus. I feel so much better to God be the glory. So how was your weekend so far? How was this beautiful Saturday treating you? (laughs) So we're going to go into the word of God and we're going to let Jesus wash our feet. So if you have your Bible or you have your phone, go into the Bible app, go to John chapter 13, and let's go right into the word of God. Amen. Amen. So starting at the first verse in the Bible reads, Now, before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour was come, that he should depart out of this world unto the Father, having loved his own which were in the world, he loved them unto the end. And supper being ended, the devil having now put into the heart of Judas, Simon's son, to betray him. Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things unto his hand and that he was to come from God and went to God, he rises from supper and laid aside his garments and took a towel and girded himself. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel wherewith he was girded. Then cometh he to Simon Peter, and Peter said unto him, Lord, doest thou wash my feet? And Jesus answered and said unto him, What I do thou knowest not now, but thou shalt know hereafter. Peter saith unto him, Thou shalt never wash my feet. And Jesus answered him, If I wash thee not, thou hast no part with me. And then Simon Peter said unto him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hand and my head. And Jesus said unto him, He that is washed needeth not to save to wash his feet, but is clean everywhere. And ye are clean, but not all. For he knew who should betray him before he said, Ye are not all clean. So after he had washed their feet, and had taken his garments and was and set them down he said unto them know ye what i have done to you ye call me master and lord and ye say well for so i am for i then your lord and master have washed your feet and ye also ought to wash one another's feet for i have given you an example that ye should do as i have done Verily, verily, I say unto you, the servant is not greater than his Lord, neither he that is sent greater than he that sent him. If ye know these things, happy are ye if ye do them. I speak not of all of you. I know whom I have chosen, but that the scriptures may be fulfilled. He that entered He that eateth bread with me hath lifted up his heel against me. Now I tell you before it comes, that when it is come to pass, that ye may believe that I am he. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that receiveth whomsoever I send receiveth me, and he that receiveth me receiveth him that sent me. When Jesus had thus said, He was troubled in his spirit and testified and said, Verily, verily, I say unto you that one of you shall betray me. 
And then the disciples looked one on another, doubting of whom he speak. Now there was leaning on Jesus' bosom one of his disciples, whom Jesus loved, Simon Peter, therefore beckoned to him that he should ask who it should be of whom he spake. He then lying on Jesus' breast said unto him, Lord, who is it? And Jesus answered, He it is to whom I shall give a sop when I dip. And when he had dipped the sop, he gave it to Judas, the son of Simon. And after the sop, Satan entered into him. Then said Jesus unto him, That thou doest, do it quickly. Now no man at the table knew for what intent he spake this unto them. For some of them thought, because Judas had the bag that Jesus had told unto him, buy those things which we have need against the feast, or that they should give something to the poor. He then, having received the sop, went immediately out, and it was night. Therefore, when he was gone out, Jesus said, Now is the Son of Man glorified, and God is glorified in him. If God be glorified in him, God God shall also glorify him in himself, and shall straightway glorify him. Little children, yet a little while I am with you. Ye shall seek me, and as I said unto the Jews, whether I go, ye cannot come. So now I say to you, a new commandment I give unto you, that you love one another as I have loved you, that ye also love one another. By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if ye love one another. And Simon Peter said unto Lord, Whether thou goest? And Jesus answered him, Where I go, you cannot follow me, but thou shalt follow me afterwards. And Peter said unto him, Lord, why cannot I follow you? I will lay down my life for your sake. And Jesus answered him, Wilt thou lay down thy life for my sake? Verily, verily, I say unto thee, the, cock, the clock shall crow till thou hast denied me thrice. Amen to the word of God. Um, I love this because it shows so many different things. There's so many things in this particular scripture. But the washing of the feet was... Um, a principle that Jesus was trying to teach them. He said, I do this that you may do it also. I'm doing it as an example. That in those times, washing feet was a sign of humility and a sign of service. That when you wash someone's feet, you, you acknowledge that I, I humble myself before you and I'm willing to be a servant to you. There's another scripture in 1 Samuel 25, verses 40 and 41, where David, he wanted to take Abigail as his wife, and he sends his servants to go get her. And when she, when they went to her um, and they told her what David said, the Bible said that she rose up and she bowed herself on her face to the earth and said, Behold, let thine handmaid be a servant and wash the feet of the servants of my Lord. So that was one of their customs. Washing the feet was a way of humbling yourself and saying, I'm willing to be a servant. And Jesus was saying, I'm Lord, yet I want to show you by example how to humble yourself to those that the world may think is less than. 
Just because you're a disciple, just because you're my ministers, don't mean you need to act in a different way. Don't mean you need to look at yourself higher than you are, but to humble yourself and be able to wash the feet of those that are around you. But I also believe by this, because there's so many other scriptures that come into my heart when I read this about washing his feet. When Jesus said, if I don't wash your feet, you have no part in me. And it's it's something to, I guess, to think about when you look at it from that perspective. Let, let's just go to Psalms 51 two says, wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. Psalms 51 7, purify me with high scops and I shall be clean. Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. Ezekiel thirty six twenty five. Then I will sprinkle clean water on you and you will be clean and I will cleanse you from all your filthiness and from all of your idols. See, I love Ezekiel 36 because, you know, the prophets talked about the coming Messiah. Amen. So they talked about what Jesus was going to do when he came. So I'm going to read Ezekiel 36 again. He says, then I will sprinkle clean water on you and you will be clean and I will cleanse you from all your filthiness and from all of your idols. So Jesus told Peter, if I don't clean you, you have no part in me. If I don't clean you, you won't be cleansed from your filthiness. You won't be cleansed from your idol. And you can't go with me like that. You can't enter into the kingdom filthy. You can't enter into the kingdom unclean. So let me wash your feet. So I believe that it's so much more than just service and, 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 and humility. Jesus, this is a, this is calling them to repentance. This is calling them to, to sanctification. This is Jesus saying, listen, I got to wash your feet. I got to, because where I'm going, you need to be cleansed. You need to be cleansed. Let's go. Hebrew 10, 22. Let us draw near with a sincere heart and full assurance of faith, having our heart sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. That washing was so important. And even when Jesus said that you may not know what I'm doing now, but you will later. Why? Because when Jesus left, they received the Holy Spirit. And what does the Bible says about the Holy Spirit? That he will bring us into all truths. That they will receive the revelation of what Jesus was doing and the scriptures will be fulfilled. Because this is what the prophet spoke about. The prophet Ezekiel spoke about that and now it has come to pass that he's sprinkling water on them and he's cleansing them and he's telling Peter, if I don't wash you, you don't have no part in me. So today I just want to encourage you to go to Jesus and let him sprinkle clean water on you. Let him cleanse you from all your filthiness and from all of your idols. Because if you don't let Jesus cleanse your feet, you have no part in him. You have no part in him. First Corinthians 611. Such were some of you, but you were washed, but you were sanctified, but you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ in the spirit of our God. This is why we need to let him wash us because we without him allowing uh, without us allowing Jesus to wash us, we would be like everyone else. We would be like everyone else. And that's not the heart of God. He want us to be cleansed. He want us to be sanctified. I thought this was beautiful because I love that Jesus humbled himself. 
Like he, but he, Jesus is the most humble person, period. You got in the flesh, you left a heavenly throne to come into this earth, into a womb of a woman, take on the form of man, be bru- be beaten, bruised and crucified for me. <laughs> Talk about humility. Talk about humility. Talk about being a servant. All Jesus did was to serve us. And then taking it a step further that not only I'm here and I'm going to humble myself as a man and that I'm going to serve you. I'm going to wash your feet. I'm going to wash your feet. Mm. This touched me in a sweet place. Jesus is just so awesome and he's so romantic. <laughs> I see him as romantic. I, I, I just love when I see certain scriptures that shows the love of God and how intimate, you know how intimate it is to wash somebody's feet. Can you imagine back then in those times with the type of sandals that they had walking through the wilderness, walking on rocks and you know how their feet had the look. <laughs> you can't imagine how their feet had to look and Jesus took off of their, their sandals and he began to wash their feet. They walk in preaching the gospel all over town and he humbles himself and he washes their feet because he knows that if I don't cleanse you, you have no part in me. I love the word of God. I love the word of God and how awesome he is. And that as long as we allow him to cleanse us and he cleans, I love that he said, Jesus said unto him, he that washes needeth not. I'm sorry, he that is washed needed not save to wash his feet, but is clean everywhere. That's awesome. That's awesome. So I'm going to read it from another version. It says, Jesus said to him, anyone who has bathed needs only to wash his feet and is completely clean. And you, my disciples, are clean. So family... Are you clean? Have you allowed Jesus to wash your feet? Have you allowed him to cleanse you and wash you with the word and wash you with his blood that you may have part in him? Because that's what it's about. To be one with him, to be intimate with him. Like I can't get that verse out my head. If I don't wash your feet, you have no part in me. And Jesus desires for us to take part in him. He wants us to be a part of the kingdom. He wants us to be a part of the family of God. He wants us to sit on the right hand with him. But we will not be able to do that if we don't let him wash our feet. And it seems so simple, but really surrendering to someone to do something like that. And I I believe, you know, that's probably why Peter was like, no, not my feet. Nah, Lord, you don't know how many rocks I was stepping on. You don't know how dirty my feet is. You're the king. You're the king. You're the you're God in the flesh. You're not going to wash my feet. And sometimes we get like that when we get so deep in sin that we hide and shy away from God thinking, no, Jesus, you don't need to see me like this. You don't need to see me like that. I can't go to church. I, I, I can't. I can't go to the I, I, you can't see me like this. I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed. 
And every time we refuse to go to the altar for healing and deliverance, and every time we miss the opportunity when someone invites us to church, we miss out the opportunity to be a part of him. He wants you to be a part of him. But if you hold on to that sin and if you hold on to that iniquity and those transgressions and you don't allow him to wash you. And if you don't allow him to sprinkle you with the water that you may be white as snow. You will have no part in him. So as much as it's calling us to humility and service. It's also calling us to really repent and really go before God that we may be washed, that we may be cleansed in his presence. I think this is something that is going to be awesome. I know my pastor was talking about feet washing and I can't wait till we do it because it is truly a sign of humility and a sign of service that I'm willing to humble myself and wash your feet, that I'm willing to humble myself and let you wash my feet, you know, because washing feet for me, honestly, when I go to the nail salon to get my feet done, it's hard because I'm very ticklish. (laughs) on the bottom of my feet so they have a hard time doing my feet but you know I deal with it because I ain't trying to have my feet looking crazy so you know some people have issues when it comes to their feet they're personal when it comes to their feet so to be willing to not only wash someone else's feet and and to not be despite you know sometimes just as much as I don't like nobody touching my feet sometimes I look at other people's feet like um (laughs) so it, it goes both ways to be willing to humble yourself all the way around and let someone wash your feet and then you humble yourself to say you know what you're worthy enough for me to wash yours and that's what Jesus was saying I love you that much and I want you to be a part of me I want you to be on the right hand with me I want you to enter into glory with me I want you to see I want you to see my glory rise among you. I want you to see all that I have in store for you when the spirit comes, when the spirit of truth comes and bring all revelations unto you. Because I know right now you may have no idea what I am doing, but later you will because the spirit of truth will give you divine revelation. And you will begin to see Ezekiel 36, 25 made manifest before you that I sprinkled clean water on you. And you will be clean and I will cleanse you from your filthiness and from all of your idols. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you know what it also made me think too? Think about it. When I was reading the scriptures, when Jesus was washing their feet, he then said, all of you are not clean. And one of you are going to, I want to get the right scripture. I don't want to say it wrong. He was saying about right here. It says, I speak not of all. I know whom I have chosen, but that the scriptures may be fulfilled. He that it, he that eateth bread with me have lifted up his heel against me. Your heel is on the bottom of your feet. That's Judas. He, he's washing the disciples feet. Yet one of them is about to lift his feet up against him. You don't see why this is important. This is why it is important that we let Jesus wash our feet unless we be like Judas. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Mm. 
this is this is this is repent this is has repentance written all over it and even when he was saying one of you will betray me and peter was like who who to get to that place that you're so conscious you're so i'm self-conscious when it comes to jesus like have i offended you have i done something have i said something did i offend someone did i not love did i did i did i reject you jesus did i do did i not hear your word did i not hear your voice did i not hear your promptings and leadings of your spirit did i betray you i'm very self-conscious when it comes to that and peter was very self-conscious because he laid on his breast. The Bible says, you know, when you lay your head on someone's shoulder or you lay your head on their breast and say, Lord, me, who, who, who? He was conscious. He was self-conscious because he knew he was, you know, we all fall short. We all fall short to the glory of God. And Peter laid his head on the Lord and said, who, Lord, who, Lord? And me, as I read it, I see him in his self saying, man, I, I, I love you. And even though Peter was going to betray Jesus a few um, verses later, a few chapters later, but his heart was like, I want to do right by you. Who is it? Have you asked yourself, is it me? When I read, when I read the word, I take it personal. And when he was saying, one of you are going to betray me, you know, we are his disciples. So when I read, Jesus says, one of you are going to betray me. It made my heart hurt. And it made me question, have I ever betrayed you, Lord? Have I ever betrayed you? It just makes me repent and go before the Lord and ask him to sprinkle me with that clean water. Purge me. Wash me with his word and cleanse me with his blood that I may have pardoned him because I want to be a part of him. And I believe you want to be a part of him. So we got to go with him with repentance and say, Lord, forgive me if I've betrayed you. Forgive me if I have not listened. Forgive me if I have not obeyed. Forgive me. Forgive me for things done and said not pleasing in your sight. Forgive me, Lord, for doing contrary to what your word should do. Forgive me. Wash me. Wash me clean. Wash me clean. Because there's nothing too dirty that the blood of Jesus cannot wash. We have to repent. And we have to repent daily. We have to repent daily. As a sign of humbling. As a sign of sitting at Jesus' feet and saying, Lord, I'm going to wash your feet. I'm going to humble myself. And I'm going to say, forgive me. And to do it with others, to do it with others, to forgive others, washing, washing others feet is like, I forgive you. You forgive me. I love you enough to wash your feet because you're not clean. Isn't that something that when we have an offense with someone, that when we forgive them of that offense, it's like kind of washing them, washing their feet. Because Jesus loved them. And he said, if I don't wash you clean, you have no part in me. And if we be honest, if we don't forgive and if we don't make amends, most of the time people have no part in us. We easily dismiss people and we let go and we walk away when Jesus want us to draw near. 
And a lot of our relationships could be restored by just apologizing, by just saying, I'm sorry, by just saying, forgive me, by just saying, you know what, I messed up. But if you forgive me, I'll do better. We, we, you would be surprised that God is just waiting on us to take the first step, the first step to reconciliation, the first step to just make, pick up that phone call, make, you know, make that text, take that visit, take that drive and say, I am sorry. As disciples of Jesus Christ, we have to wash one another's feet. We got to forgive We got to forgive. We got to forgive. Knowing that Jesus has washed our feet. Knowing that he has humbled himself to wash our feet and forgive us of our transgressions. And cleanse us of our iniquities that we may have part in him. This blessed me in a very special way. And it, it has me mindful of all of the people that God has blessed me with and to be conscious to wash their feet spiritually of course there could be a a natural foot washing like I said my pastor wants to do that and I'm excited about doing it but there's also a spiritual one because I believe it was an even greater spiritual connection to what Jesus was teaching them because that part you don't have no part in me that stands out So I'm grateful to even read it and for the Holy Spirit to give me understanding because I thought he was just showing humility. I thought he was just showing, you know what, this is how you serve. But he was showing them so much more. And to be able to receive that by reading the word of God, he said, when you seek me, you will find me and I will give you and I will let you know the things you know not. I thank God and I humble myself. I humble myself and I just say thank you, Jesus, because he this was a call to repentance. This was a call to show, you know, I want to wash you clean. I want you to have part of me. So, family, I encourage you tonight to let Jesus wash your feet. I don't care how many times I maybe he have washed your feet. Maybe you need to let him wash your feet again because He had to wash my feet again, and he's going to have to wash my feet again before he comes because we all fall short. We don't know whether we offend or whether we hurt or whether we do things. Some of us do, some of us don't, but we don't know what offends God. We don't know what truly grieves the Holy Spirit. Aside from the things in the Bible, but there's some things that we do that God is not pleased, and we have to repent of these things. And I want to stay in a posture of cleanseness and wholeness. I don't want the sky to crack open and Jesus say, you don't have no part in me. I didn't wash you. You didn't come to me to wash you from that sin you were in. You didn't come to me to wash you from that unforgiveness you had in your heart. You didn't come to me to be washed from your idolatry and witchcraft. You didn't come to me to be washed So you have no part in me. I'm sorry. Depart from me. For I know you not. Mm. Oh, Jesus. Family, I pray in the name of Jesus that 
as you hear this, you let the Spirit of God convict you to repentance and begin to let the Lord wash your feet. Begin to let him cleanse you. Let him sprinkle that clean water on you and wash you from your filthiness. Wash you from your iniquities. Because he wants you to have a part in him. He wants you to enter into glory. He wants to see you when he enter into his kingdom. I thank God for scriptures like this. I thank God because sometimes you can get comfortable. You can get real comfortable with your day-to-day walk with God. You can get comfortable. You could get comfortable and get in routine and forget that, you know what? Just because I'm saved don't mean I don't need to repent because I fall short. We may not be doing what the Bible says is sin, but are we doing everything that's pleasing to God? Because I can honestly say I have missed some marks. I have not done all that I should have done. But I, 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 I press towards the mark. I keep pushing. But I know I've fallen short. I know I haven't heard all of the promptings of the Holy Spirit and his leading and his guiding. So every day I, I, I say, Lord, forgive me. Did I do something wrong today? Did I, did I say something wrong today? Was I out of order? Was I in position? Was I on assignment? Lord, have mercy. So I believe that this this particular scripture is going to keep my heart, you know, in a posture of repentance. Just to stay, stay close to him. Because at the end of the day, I want to be and I want to have part in him. Everything that I'm doing is to have part in him. And it's my heart that you have a part in him. When I come and I share these truths that the Holy Spirit gives me is because I love you. And I want you to have a part in Christ just as much as I want to have a part. I know I'm not perfect, so I wouldn't look at you and judge your imperfections. Jesus shows no partiality. What he would do for one, he would do for the other. So I thank God for this opportunity that I can receive this revelation and and you and, and share it with you guys that you may receive it into your heart, repent, let Jesus wash your feet, cleanse you, teach you how to really humble yourself and submit to your fellow brother and sister. Because when we humble ourselves to Christ and we allow the great rabbi, the great teacher to teach us these principles of being humble and being a servant, we can do it to others. We can do it to others because I accepted the love. I accepted the cleansing. I accepted the forgiveness. I accepted, Lord. Now I have to give it as a disciple. That's why he said, I'm teaching you this so you can do it. 
I'm teaching you this so you can do it. I'm not just doing it because you're just my disciples and I love you. That is true. But I'm doing this because what I've done, I want you to now do to your brothers and sisters. That I want you to humble yourselves before them. And I want you to serve them. Even though you're the disciple, I want you to serve them. Even though I have put you and sent you into the world to be a blessing and cast out demons and you know do all of these great works, I want you to humble yourself. And I want you to be a servant. And I also want you to learn to forgive. And love one another. That was the greatest commandment that he sent. That was that was the, great, the commandment that he said. A new commandment I give unto you. That ye love one another as I have loved you. That ye also love one another. So it was so much that Jesus was teaching them by just washing their feet. And I thank God by reading it and by soaking in the presence of God and allowing the Holy Spirit to minister to me that I received more than just a feet washing. But I got my soul cleansed and I got clean from filthiness and unrighteousness and idolatry. Because the word of God will never return unto him void. But it will accomplish all that he set it out to do. Ezekiel 36, 25. Then I will sprinkle clean water on you and you will be clean. I will cleanse you from all, not some, not a little bit, but from all of your filthiness and from all of your idols. Let Jesus cleanse your feet, family, that you may have part in him. I love you, and I pray that you have been encouraged. I pray, if, if, if not encouraged, at least convicted to repent. Like, you know what, Lord? I'm a little dirty. I'm a little dirty. Didn't that's what Jesus said? He said, all of you are not clean. Verse 10, Jesus said to him, He that is washed needed not save to wash his feet, but is clean everywhere. And ye are clean, but not all. And only you know if you are part of that, but not all. Only you know if you need to allow Jesus to wash your feet. Repent that he may cleanse you. I love you and I'll talk to you soon.